What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Popcorn Podcast. This is our next episode in the quarantine binge. I think it's episode 4.5, if uh, I'm not mistaken. So we're just living on one, two, three, four, five. But I think this is episode 5. This is actually 5.5, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in between. Long time no talk. How you guys been? <laughs> it's been about 30 seconds. Uh, editing magic's been going on here. Uh, we, I'm still hung up on Nathan Drake and David Fillion and Tom Holland and Uwe Boll. We were, if you guys listened to the end of the last episode, you'll realize what we're talking about. We were talking about video game movies at the end of the Spider-Man episode. Uh, the thing with the Last of Us TV show, they can either do this phenomenally with their casting or their casting can ruin this entire thing i am so excited i'm a little it's hbo so it's gonna be amazing but the casting is gonna and be i'm really glad crucial. it's not gonna be a movie it would not no. work most video games don't work as fucking movies because video game movies usually suck assassin's creed fucking sucked the the uh what's your face tomb raiders were okay the new tomb what's raider that, what's that one um got uh fuck uh What's that video game that you Resident Evil? No, it's like the fantasy one. World of Warcraft? Yeah, that movie sucked. I enjoyed it, but not as a Warcraft movie, because it didn't get into the story at all, and it was like the most- Okay, but it sucked. Like, let's be real. Entertaining. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, Video game movies usually are terrible. My Probably my favorite video game movie is uh, 2005's Doom, even though it has nothing to do with the Doom. The only like similarity that movie is good i remember pinky it's really shitty but it's really entertaining it's the rock it's really fucking shitty my favorite it's the rock being the rock <laughs> yeah it's the rock emily being the blunt rock. being emily blunt <laughs> that's a throwback to a different episode for those of you who uh don't get that but my favorite segment's the fucking the first person shooter part where it's literally just from it's like looks like a first person shooter you're looking down his gun it's so cheesy but it's so entertaining we watched that in the house didn't we we did yes oh man that movie is entertaining but video game movies usually fucking suck so i'm glad the last of us is going to be a tv show because the story is so naughty dog knows how to write a story and and HBO knows how to produce a, a show. Yes, and they know how to get gritty, and they know how to get into the details, and they know how to capture the essence of adapted media. They have so many TV shows that are adapted forms of media. Uh, Game of Thrones, Outsider, there's tons more. That Watchmen. Just, yeah, Watch. Oh my god, Watchmen's my favorite show of last year. One of my favorite ever. Uh, there's just such, there's, they're great at adapting media and creating new stories. They're not creating a new story. But the story of Joel and Ellie is so beautiful. And I honestly, I can't wait for them to adapt part two. Dude, I know. Like, that to me is going to be, I'm even more excited for season two. Because I just want to see them do that for real. But also, again, don't you feel like it could either be hit or miss? Because they have to nail it. Like, we experienced that game. We know exactly the way it's supposed to feel, and it's supposed Who's to. Who's the showrunner supposed to be? Do they have they announced the showrunner? Let me look it up. Continue talking while I figure because that out. I I think what it comes down to is the showrunner. If the showrunner can capture the essence of these video games, if you can feel the desperation that Joel has felt and the despair that Ellie has been through with 
I don't I don't want to go too much into spoilers, but with the meaning of her own life, you know, and if you can really capture these concepts through their acting and their emotions and the way they're directing, that's going to be important because the the show's not just going to be them like sneaking around looking for loot, you know, as the games are because that's that's ninety percent of the video games you're you're sneaking around buildings. Okay, it, it, it has. It has kind of a kind of an all-star team. You ready to hear this? Yeah. So for for the director, it's Johan Renk, who is the director of all the Chernobyl episodes, Holy as well God. as probably some of your favorite Breaking Bad episodes and The Walking Dead. So direction oh. is gonna be really really good. Um, writing and produce is Neil Druckmann. Oh, that's good. And then executive co-producer is Carolyn Strauss, who was the third man involved in Game of Thrones. So there was like Dan, David, and then Carolyn Strauss. She never gets like any credit, but she was like heavily involved. So it's it's a good it's a good lineup of people. So for those of you who don't know Neil Druckmann, he's the creative director for the the two video games. Yeah, he made the video games. He is the the creative force behind it. He, Chernobyl was one of the best shows last year, and we're we're gonna sure. end up giving like a half review of The Last of Us Part Two right now. There's been a lot of hate. I think it's the most uh, well written and pressing story written in a game, uh, and it's just so layered and deep. And it's because Neil Druckmann was willing to take risks risks that's what they need to do is take risk but not for shock factor just because that's what the story needs and i feel like get ready this is a huge spoiler chase do you want to hear this i don't know if we should spoil because i think it's a it's a great story that doesn't deserve to be spoiled well something that happens in the in the game could have very well been like a lot of moments that happen in the final season of game of thrones that just feel like for shock and for jaw drop and this moment in the game is not that at all. It's very crucial for the story. It feels very necessary. And I appreciate that because coming off of Game of Thrones, that those final couple seasons, a lot of things just happened. You could tell because they wanted to shock people. Yeah. The Last of Us isn't gonna cater to your whims. It's not gonna it's not gonna give you what you want, but it's not gonna give you what you want because the story needs it. You're- and if you're about to start playing it, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's one of the hardest games. You're gonna cry. Ever play. <laughs> You're gonna cry. You're gonna. I cried multiple times, part one and part two. And for those of you that don't know, because we've been kind of going on, it's a story about the zombie apocalypse. When it came out, it was right at the hype of the, the zombie apocalypse media, right around 2013. And it's it tells a very unique story within the zombie apocalypse about a father reconciling with loss and. A a child. It's the best way to put it. So it's great. That was our Last of Us uh, little <laughs> shout out right there. <laughs> we can't wait till it comes out in HBO. It's, it's, yeah. it's almost we got time. years. We got years to go. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. And honestly, you know, it seems like it's gonna take a while. I remember the first episodes of the podcast talking about media that we were super excited for. That seems like it was gonna come up forever in the future, and we've already reviewed it by this point. You know. There's been a lot of things that we've been hyped for that have already come up. So I'm really excited. Uh, But I think that's enough of an intro. Chase, you still there? Did we lose you? (laughs) Hey guys, yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) He's going to play it. Someday. uh, 
kind of switching gears, uh, <laughs> we we go from Nathan Drake to because of Indiana Jones, to The Last of Us because of Naughty Dog, back to Indiana Jones. Y'all ready to uh, to get this one started? Let's do it. Awesome. Uh, and then you're gonna get that like you know intro music, right? Cue uh, the intro music. guys uh this is our indiana jones episode you want to take it away chase let's do it so indiana jones is our newest series we are reviewing and the first film in this series is indiana jones raiders of the lost ark this stars harrison ford and i don't know about you guys but i can't think of any other movie series that harrison ford was in that was this good am i right <laughs> that's a fucking play <laughs> but it's really i don't think anyone else could have played indiana jones that's for damn fucking true yeah well i'm just joking but anyways in 19 the series goes in 1936 archaeologist and adventure indiana jones is hired by the u.s government to find the ark of the covenant before adolf hitler's nazis can obtain its awesome powers he's the most badass archaeologist of all time He's a fucking badass motherfucker. And I feel like this movie series got an entire generation of people interested in archaeology. I don't know anyone that's interested in archaeology. <laughs> I was going to say, did it? I mean, <laughs> bro, anyone, anyone from the 1980s who saw these movies like, in theaters, let me know what you think. Maybe I'm fucking talking out of my ass. I'm yeah, not- let, let us know in the comments. <laughs> let us know on twitter at the popcorn podcast or something along those lines i don't even know our handle but uh so that's kind of the the plot synopsis we're going to go into some spoilers here uh i'll try to put some timestamps. i probably won't but i'll try uh what do you guys what's your guys thoughts on this movie um, i in- go for it <laughs> I was gonna say I enjoy this movie. You know, I I think it is a great setup to the rest of the series. Um, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, very good movies in the trilogy. I'm not gonna talk about the fourth one, um, but Raiders of the Ark. It's a good movie, and it is for awesome. for the 1980s. I mean, this came out in 1981. There was not very many adventure movies that came out before this. Most movies you got in the early 80s or like comedies, right? Like this is like a very good adventure movie and it uses just like, um, uh, what's his name? George Lucas does in star Wars with special effects. They use in Indiana Jones really. And they use it to a very good ability and it worked really well in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I think it was a great movie. Yeah. I was going to just piggyback onto that. I love that this movie and there's such a nostalgia for the, the, the Brock scene just because of Disneyland. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's such a it's Alfred such a classic film. In the first scene. Yes, I didn't off. realize the first scene takes place in Peru. I was like, "Oh, that's my country." <laughs> it took us a while to realize that his friend is uh, Gendry or Gimli. Yeah, 
I remember that realization. Uh, it's a it's a classic movie. It's a really it's a great move, a great adventure movie. Some really awesome characters, not just Indy. Uh, I can't remember her name. You guys know exactly who I'm thinking of. Mi- Miriam. Marion. Marion. Yes. She's awesome. I think she's probably the best heroine in this entire franchise. The the best female lead. Uh like by far and away the best female lead in the in the Indiana Jones franchise. She comes back in the final film. Uh but it's a really good story. It's great. You get to see Indiana Jones punch Nazis. Uh but I'll be quite honest, it's definitely not my favorite of the bunch. It's a little slow and it hasn't aged super well, but it's a classic. Yeah. Well, I, I would what I was going to say, what I was going to say with that is I I would agree that it it might not be the best of the bunch, but one takeaway I have from it is how easy it was for them to find the treasure in the Nazi camp. Like they're all looking right next to it, but they couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was just so silly. Like you could at least make it more of an adventure, but I guess by ni- early 1980s standards, that was a, a big leap in adventure. I feel like this one's definitely the most kid friendly of the bunch. And they're all kind of definitely kid friendly. I don't think Temple of Doom is. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely the most kid friendly of the bunch, and it's a it's a really good movie. It re- always reminds me of the uh, the Indiana Jones ride, like Dan was saying. Not just the uh, the boulder, obviously, but just going through the entire temple in the Indiana Jones ride and the snakes and all of it. It's it sets up Indiana Jones as a character, and it creates all of his kind of quirks, and it really just introduces you to the character. What I also really like about these movies is they're all their own story. It's not like they all kind of tie into each other. <laughs> you know, it's just Indiana Jones going on adventures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like SpongeBob episodes. Yeah, it's, it's like serials. <laughs> it really is. Uh, well, going into the second film in the series, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. This one came out in 1984, and it's the sequel. Uh the the synopsis for the film is in 1935 indiana jones arrives in india still part of the british empire and is asked by an ancient tribe to find a mystical stone he then stumbles upon a secret cult committing enslavement and human sacrifices in the catacombs of an ancient palace and that is honestly the best way to describe the film because that's exactly what it is i would definitely say it's by far one of the most disturbing ones specifically when it gets to the cult committing enslavement and human sacrifices in the catacombs of the ancient palace Fucking that God. is that is some of the i was not expecting it i don't Fucking remember those <laughs> oh, um, I, do. I remember it vividly it, i it, it was definitely um it was very scary yeah so it's it's really interesting how this movie is like the most uh mixed in terms of critical reception because people really criticize it like there's a there's a stark contrast in tones between Raid of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom. Like this one can really fucking dark. Like it's like rated like PG or PG thirteen. I it's it's this fucking it's a lot. It's one of the scary movies we watch. I mean, that's the whole horror movie fucking genre. Uh, but it's definitely and I'm kind of jumping the gun. It's my favorite because it's so. It only came out like what like one or two years after Indiana Jones uh, Lost Ark. Three years, yeah. Three, Three years, years, and this movie is exciting by today's standards. It's extraordinarily mm-hmm. exciting. It opens up with a, a scene straight out of a spy movie. And I hate spy movies, but it's better than any fucking spy movie. 
Uh, the opening scene's great. The music's still awesome. There's a little bit of the low punk kind of getting the story set up. And then the second they get in the temple, it's just high tempo. It's a really high-paced film with a lot of action and adventure, and you genuinely don't know how Indiana's going to get out of this and if he's going to get out of it, you know? It's really exciting, and I think it was kind of ahead of its time, and it blows my mind that the... I mean, it really doesn't, because I guess a 1980s audience wouldn't be as receptive to it as a 2020 audience, but I like this movie a lot. Raid of the Last Rock is a classic. It's, a, it's good. I love Temple of Doom. I was going to say, uh, just piggyback off you, I really enjoyed this film. And what you were saying with just the kind of the horror, the scary aspect of it, it's kind of, you don't, you're not prepared for it, right? Because you see Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's kid-friendly, like, oh, I can't wait to see this next movie with my kids, right? Or see it with my buddies. And you see it in the whole, basically the third act is, you know, pitch black. Um, and, and it makes for, you know, difficult places. And it was, it was really good, I thought. It, it, it was really well done by Steven Spielberg. It definitely has the worst heroine in the series. Um, I don't know if you guys yeah. specifically remember the blonde girl. Oh, I but do. She was like the dumbest, most annoying yeah. girl in any movie I've ever seen. Did you guys know Temple of Doom is a prequel? Yeah. I didn't I, know that. Yeah, it takes place earlier. I had no idea. Do they say that in the movie? No, I just put that together because they were different dates. Did they show the dates in the movie? No, like just now when I was reading the synopsis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, reading the synopsis, I got that. But I just like, it's because they didn't want to feature the Nazis again as villains. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I had no idea. Until right now. Even after watching the movie, I had no idea. Well, that's Temple of the Lost Dark Doom. <laughs> the, the Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Going on to the... Uh, the final part of the original trilogy, but not the final Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones and the uh, Last Crusades, the final of the original trilogy, and the intrepid explorer Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, sets out to rescue his father, who I think is fucking awesome. We'll get into that. Uh, who has vanished while searching for the Holy Grail. The, the, the Holy Grail. And he follows clues from his notebook. He goes to Venice. He enlists the help of this beautiful academic German-Russian lady. I don't know her nationality. Uh, but they're not the only ones searching <laughs> for his father. And it's really about them trying to find his father uh, and sinister enemies coming out of the woodwork trying to stop them. This one's also... I feel like this one's a better Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> it's like back to the family-friendly adventure atmosphere, but later 1980s action-adventure standards. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. Uh, really enjoyable, and you guys can probably get an idea of what my personal ratings are of these movies just by how I'm describing mm -hmm. them. It, sound, it gets better and better, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, Dan? I like this movie. Um, the, the, the part that stands out to me the most is just the entire final sequence where they're being like chased in the desert or like not the desert, but yeah, the desert they're in the yeah. desert and they're being chased with the and tanks then with the tanks. Yeah. And then he, he's like hanging on the, the tank 
pole with his like and his yeah. bag is like caught and it's such like an intense scene i think steven spielberg does such a good job like building that you know that tension while still keeping it comical because it's still kind of funny because like you know indy's like in peril but he's like making it funny you know what i mean yeah. he's like because harrison ford's just so good at you know making a stressful situation appear less stressful to the character than it actually so is <laughs> yeah i'd say han solo does that a lot too he just he always makes a stressful situation feel funny and th that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole in the whole movie is just when he's in that final sequence yeah it's, it's a really it, it's a lot more family friendly than temple of doom we'll say that definitely <laughs> and kind of just going off your guys's and adding to it i thought i really what i liked about this movie was just instead of the heroine you had uh the relationship with his father and uh adding yeah. sean connery to the movie was freaking awesome just james bond himself and uh i think it was you know wonderfully executed so you know my favorite part of templar uh, last crusade is when they find out they both fucked the same spy <laughs> 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 when him and his mother and father were talking about spending the night with her and they just have that realization and they don't they're eskimo brothers but it's just so funny realizing they both slept with her his father is sean connery does a great job of playing indiana jones's father and i i don't think anyone else could have done the way he did it he i think he's the best part of that movie did you guys know that uh, that was River Phoenix who played the young Indiana Jones, Joaquin's brother? I did know that. What? Yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. Wait, he's dead? Yeah, River Phoenix? Years ago. I don't know who River Phoenix is. I have no idea. I guess they're Joaquin brothers. He was like the James Dean of his, his time. Damn. He was like the young, hot Hollywood actor who had such he a career. He must have passed away really young then. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he died pretty. pretty yeah, early. he was one of those actors that like was up and coming. It was like it, it'd be like you know I, I hate to say these like analogies, but it'd be like if like Tom Holland died, you know, like holy shit. So going into the fourth uh, and final Indiana Jones installment, how what is the time jump between these two? That third one came out when it was like twenty years. I think it was like nineteen eighty nine to two thousand nine, right? Yeah, so two thousand eight. Yeah, so twenty mm -hmm. years. Yeah, so. Big big jump, but they did a final one, kind of, you know, in the height of the reboot, kind of becoming a big thing. Yeah, um, they rebooted Indiana Jones, um, and in 1957, archaeologist and adventurer Indiana Jones Jr. is called back into action and becomes entangled in a Soviet plot to uncover the secret behind mysterious artifacts known as the Crystal Skulls. Um. I really, really, really enjoy this movie. I don't know if it's because I saw it when I was a kid and I really, really enjoyed it, so therefore I really enjoyed it. But I think it's super, super good. I think it holds true to the feel of the original Indiana Jones while still modernizing it and making it, you know, more uh, more present. Um, and I really, really love Kate Blanchett's character in it. I think she's a really good villain. Um it got really mixed reviews critically. It didn't do well critically. I think it has like a 6 out of 10 on IMDb or something like that. Not very good. You know what I really like going into the plot? I really like that it because I being Peruvian, it just I feel like a lot of people know about the Nazca lines and like aliens because 
who doesn't love a good alien conspiracy theory? See, that's funny that you say that because I don't think Chase or I knew about it when we were watching and you were like pointing it out and we were like, what? All right, who else? All your listeners, let me know if you know about the Nazca lines. I thought everyone knew about that. That might just be a me thing. Uh, but it's like crop circles in Peru and like alien skeletons and stuff like that. Like they found elongated skulls. Uh, but it's because they like, used to like deform them and stuff. Like really interesting stuff and like really like alien body skeleton structures found in Peru. Uh, and it kind of goes into the like alien conspiracy theory, but ties it in with archaeology. And everyone's like, Indiana Jones is alien. It sucks. But I like it a lot. I think it did a really good job at mixing the two. It's definitely not the best of the trilogy or of the the franchise because it's not a trilogy. Uh, it's definitely not the best of the franchise. Uh, unfortunately, I'm kind of jumping on here. I think the worst part is uh, certain characters in this movie. I'll get into it when we get into the more of the nitty gritty. Uh, but it it receives too much hatred. Same with Spider Man Three. In my humble opinion. Yeah. Well, do we want to get into the character then? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have we don't have anything else to say. We we thought they're good. <laughs> I guess that's a good segue. Uh, so yeah, someone else want to start first in your as his favorite character? We'll go favorite. Wait, no, character. you start first. Your name's first, bro. Uh, well, this is another trilogy where I think it's very obvious it's carried by Harrison Ford's acting, and Her- Indiana Jones would be my favorite character. Uh, but going outside of Indiana Jones. It's his father. It's Sean Connery. Uh, Dr. Jones. I actually don't know his father's name. Henry Jones. Oh, yeah, because they're... They he yeah, he's a junior. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Let's say he, his name's Henry. Uh, but Dr. Jones Sr. Uh, is so funny in The Last Crusade. And he really helps carry that movie. Because I don't think it wouldn't be as good, as good without Sean Connery. Because it's kind of getting a little bit old by the time the third one came out. Uh, I really like Henry Jones Sr. Uh, and what he brought to the franchise. Mm. Well, right. I'll go next. My favorite character, it took me a minute to figure out what his name was. But his name is Short Round. I don't even remember <laughs> that being his name in the movie. <laughs> but Did they ever say his name? I don't think so. Like I've never heard Short Round. But if you don't know who Short Round is, he's the little Asian boy in uh, Temple of Doom. Oh, he's AKA drunk. Data from the Goonies, and uh, I think he's he's so funny. <laughs> he helps carry that movie too. He keeps that movie from being way too much. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, I was like you guys are adding on. You know, Indy's the best. It's the series based off him. But my favorite is Marion Ravenwood, the heroine from the first film. I love Karen Allen. I thought she did a great job in the film. And she was kind of just a badass person in it. In certain scenes, in certain scenes, she was kind of scared. And she really played a good character for him in that series. And it was also... I also like that she came back for the fourth one. Even though I didn't really care for Crystal Skull, um, she was back for it. That nostalgia is nice. Definitely yeah, his that's... best, his best girl. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't annoying. I think like the other two were just so fucking annoying. Yeah, I'd agree. Definitely. The there's the German Russian spy, um, and I don't like the one in the <laughs> Devil of Doom. Uh, what's, your guys, what's your guys? What's your guys? 
we disagree there. Uh, what's your guys' uh, favorite moments from these movies? Wait, we disagree where? You said the Temple of Doom is terrible. I was like referencing uh, the, the girl. Movie. Yeah, uh, the girl. that makes mm-hmm. that makes sense. I thought you were stuttering, and then you were trying to like reel it in. You were like, <laughs> like I thought you were like, <laughs> like you know no, I mean? <laughs> this is, yeah, <laughs> like doing like an exercise. Ooh, <laughs> red, yeah, red leather, red, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> but what you guys is the favorite moments of these movies? So my favorite moment comes from the first movie and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I really like Raiders of the Lost Ark just because it's indie kicking uh, Nazis' asses. Hell and yeah. that's always a special place in my heart. And my favorite scene from that film uh, comes at the end when the Ark of the Covenant is revealed and you kind of realize what it does to people and it makes them like burn up and go crazy and die. And that was just a fitting end to killing all the Nazis on an island. They really killed themselves. Yep. Yep. Great. It's a great scene. Probably the best scene in the movie. Dan? Uh, For me, this was hard, but one of my favorite scenes is from uh, Crystal Skull. And it's the ant scene. It's when they're being chased by the ants. Oh, and you see a couple God. of them get dragged into the ant holes. It, as a child, it terrified me. Rewatching that, it was terrifying. <laughs> just the thought of getting drug into an ant hole. Like, that would yeah. just be the most terrifying thing. Um, like massive ants, and there's millions of them. There was millions. And, like, I just, the claustrophobia alone, let alone being. I remember that scene. I remember when uh, what's her face, Kate Blanchett's climbing on the tree, and they're still like they're climbing on top of each other. They're like making a ladder. Oh god, it's a really creepy scene. Yeah, that's good. I'm surprised neither of you mentioned it, so it's going to be my honorable mention. Uh, the opening scene for Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of the most classic scenes in all of cinema. Uh, it's so good. It's the best scene in that movie, in my humble opinion. Outside of the, the Ark of the Covenant. I love the opening scene for Raiders of the Lost Ark. But my favorite scene in the franchise is actually the opening scene of Temple of Doom. It is so... I hate spy movies, and it's such a good fucking scene. It opens up uh, in this, uh, like, Japanese or Asian bar, sorry. It opens up in an Asian bar, and you don't really know what's going on, but there's, like, American music playing, and Indy comes in, and he's doing, like, a deal, and it's, like, a full-on action sequence and it's really entertaining and it kind of captures the spirit of indiana jones but it's a lot more fucking exciting than a lot of raiders of the lost ark is it's a great start to the movie uh and my favorite scene in the franchise all right well how about your least favorite uh so i was kind of alluding to it earlier i'm sorry my least favorite's definitely shia labeouf Yep. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he's he's pretty fucking bad. Spoiler I, uh, alert: He's the child of Indiana Jones. And... It's I kinda... love the reveal scene when Indy finds out. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, but you're saying Chase? I was gonna say it's just kind of crazy because uh, just think back to 2007, 2008, like 2007, Shia LaBeouf, Transformers; 2008, Shia LaBeouf, Indiana Jones. Like two big movies. And one like hits the mark really well, and one is just like, really? He was cast for that? And it just yeah. didn't work out well at all. 
This is like post even Stevens Shia LaBeouf and I like post holes and even Stevens. That's what <laughs> try, I like. Try like eleven years. <laughs> that was a while. He was like fifteen on even Stevens. <laughs> he was like eighteen in this movie. Was it? No, yeah, he's, he's not. He's like mid twenties, Frank. Yeah, dude. Even Stevens ended like early two thousands. This movie was oh eight. Yeah, there's like five years between it. That's what I'm saying. Five years. Try like eight or nine. I want to find out. This is post even Stevens. This so, is not uh, post even Stevens. Even so, uh, Stevens ugh. ran from 2000 to 2003. Five years. And, and kids changed in that time. How old was he at the end of Ian Stevens? Like 16? Uh, let's find out. You guys can keep talking, but I'm going to find out. Okay, he's like a grown man in this movie. He's not like a kid. He's only 34 he years old. He, he's a kid. He's like a... a, a, a so he's a, 22. Wow. You are fucking good. Yeah, he's 22 years old. And he plays a young person too. <laughs> Frankie's mind just trying to do that math right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Spongebob trying to figure out his name. On his Wikipedia. <laughs> On Wikipedia, his career, 1996 to 2006, career beginnings, and even Stevens. 2007 to 2009 is his breakthrough. So it's Disturbia, yeah, it's Transformers, huge blockbusters. Indiana Jones. Yeah, he has a huge but, jump in Disturbia from who he was in Even Stevens. Like He goes from 2006 Even Stevens to 2007 to 2009 breakthrough. 2006? You said 2003. No, it says 1996 to 2006, career beginnings, and Even Stevens. Even Stevens was not on for eight years or whatever that is. It ended in 2003, but the, the, the era lasted for three more years. Come on, let's be real. What about the Even Stevens movie, huh? That was good. That he is one of the best movies of all time. He was in Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yeah. I saw that movie the day it came out with my dad. Me too. Holy <laughs> shit. My dad was a huge Keanu Reeves fan. Disturbia is definitely his breakthrough. I was going to say Transformers. I was going to say Transformers, yeah. Disturbia. Transformers made him a Hollywood blockbuster actor. Like, Disturbia was a big movie for, like, kids our age yeah. back then. But, like, Transformers was, like, dude, there's, like, people in their 40s, like, excited to see Transformers finally come to the big screen. He so was 21 in, uh, when Disturbia was released. That was a great movie, though. I think that's on something, uh, streaming. I think I dropped out of college at 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Transformers. Damn, he did a lot. He did Disturbia 2007, Transformers 2007, Indiana Jones 2008. So I guess going back on discussion, so Shia LaBeouf in uh, Indiana Jones has been compared to George Lucas movies as uh, has been compared to Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars as oh being like the worst character to be on the screen in the series. I like Jar Jar more than Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I don't hate Jar Jar. I, li- I like him a lot more than Shia LaBeouf and Indiana Jones. I'll be honest. Jaja Binks. Well, that was a little bit of a, a detour. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's Frankie's least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so my least favorite, it, it's going to go off the same movie, and that is just the CGI in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I thought it was really bad, especially for 2008 standards. It was and, really excessive, too. Yes, it was. And it really, like... Indiana Jones, the first three, they were so well done because of what George Lucas is able to do, like, you know, with special effects, like in Star Wars. And why can't you just do that in 2008? Like, you don't have to go full on and spend $100 million on CGI and make it look like crap. 
Yeah. And they really missed the mark on that. For uh, Star Wars. They didn't like the prequels Mm -hmm. because he did it digital. And George Lucas was definitely going through a phase when these movies came out. I'll be honest. For sure. He was going through some stuff. It was pre-Disney. Yeah. Yeah. And yours, Dan? So my least favorite, I kind of touched on it earlier, uh, is the girl in Temple of Doom. I just think she's like one of the worst female characters. I don't think she's that bad. Go back and watch it. She has no character. She just is kind of there to be the sex interest and is super stupid and clumsy and constantly does things that normal people wouldn't do. I thought she helped mm-hmm. during like when Indiana is like mind controlled, doesn't she? Or no, she just no, she sits there and screams. She because she's getting sacrificed. Yeah, she screams a lot. Yeah, she's just so so irritable. I love Temple of Doom still. Oh, I I, I think it's the best one going into that. But, yeah, like, I, I just I just hate the character. Pretty good segue. Uh, yeah, I think Temple of Doom's my favorite. Uh, pretty easily. Uh, I remember watching it and I was like, oh my god, was Raiders of the Lost Ark bad or is this movie just that good? And I really think it was just that good. Yeah, I I definitely will piggyback on that with you. I think Temple of Doom is my favorite one and it it really has to do with just the shock factor I got from how fucking like gory it was and yeah, that it really took me by surprise in a good way. I was like, oh wow, this is actually like a you know, uh, there's real stakes in this. Yeah, it aged well. It it really did, especially with the effects. I think it's gotten better over time. <laughs> well, I'd go with I, I think I like Raiders of Lost Ark the most, and I really think just because it's the OG, it's the original, but I really just like the characters in it the most, and I think uh that makes it one of the best ones. I'm not gonna lie, I did fall asleep a little bit bit in Raiders of the Lost Ark um, and I don't know if you guys remember but you were like commenting on my snoring oh yeah I remember yeah that was the only movie that I kind of there was a moment but uh, it, I don't think it had anything to do with the movie it just was I was tired yeah we watched it late I remember because we watched it after we recorded yeah mm-hmm. yeah we did some of these movies we did in double headers yeah well, uh, what would you guys rate the franchise in each individual film? 10 out of 10. <laughs> well, that's... A All cool. four, 10 out of 10. <laughs> All four. Uh, uh, we're going to have to re- rescind your... Well, I'll start first. <laughs> um, I'll go for Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I really enjoy the movie. There's such a nostalgia with that comes with it. Um, and it, you know, just the... The rolling ball scene is one of the most iconic moments in any Steven Spielberg film, let alone any film. Um, so I'm going to give this movie a 7.8. Oh, I was expecting a little higher. Uh, I didn't like Raiders of the Lost Ark as much as um, Temple of Doom. And I don't know whether, I honestly don't know whether or not I like, I think I like Last Crusade more. Uh, but it's a classic. It's an 8.2. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to be opposite of you guys. I'm going to go even higher. I am going to say this. I feel like this never happens. This (laughs) never happens. (laughs) This is actually a really big surprise. Uh, I give it an 8.7. I think this movie was great. 
Julian, this is really Julian. weird. Really, this is weird. This is really weird. I'm never the lowest one. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, Temple of Doom, I different face though. I liked it a lot. It's really, really enjoyable. Uh, definitely the best Indiana Jones movie. It's going to get a 9.0 exactly. Uh, because I think at least one film from the Indiana Jones franchise deserves that rating. And it's my favorite. Hmm. I actually agree with you 100%. It's All a right. really entertaining movie by today's standards as well. I want to point that out. It's really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't I like mean, archaeology, family movies, it's fucking good. Did you say archaeology, family? What is that? Is that a know. category? <laughs> archaeology, family movies include Indiana Jones and Dora the Explorer. Problem <laughs> between archaeology and, and Jungle Cruise with The Rock and Emily Blunt. All right, we'll revise that to action adventure. Even if you don't like the genre. No, I like that. We should make that a category. Archaeology, <laughs> archaeology, <laughs> family movies, not just archaeology right, movies. But archaeology, Uncharted, Tomb Raider. That's not family. <laughs> Tomb Raider's not family. Yeah. All right. There's right. sexual this in there. <laughs> and you're rating Chase. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a little lower. I'm gonna give it an eight five. I really enjoy it. Awesome. Well, who's gonna lead off this next one? I'll I'll go off. So the last crusade I also really, really enjoy uh and I enjoy it more than Raiders. I'm gonna give the last crusade an eight point three. That's a pretty good rating. I'd probably give it the exact same. Maybe an 8.4. Let's call it an 8.4. Really? I'm actually. Yeah, I like Sean Connery. Yeah, that's why I I really enjoy their their characters together. Yeah, Yeah, the relationships. I need to look for that word. Um, And for that, I'd give it an 8.6. Just in between Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom for me. What do you think of the next one, though, Chase? Oh, buddy. <laughs> you should. I think you could take uh, all three of those. Um, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good. Uh, it's not bad, though. I-, I can give my review on the on the next one. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has its flaws. It is excessive with CGI. The story can get a bit much at times, and it kind of loses sight of the vision. But overall, I still think it is part of the Indiana Jones franchise. It's not the stray child that no one cares about. I think <laughs> it received too much flack. Uh, and I still really enjoyed it, even though it has its flaws. Uh, I'd give it like a 7.3. I would wholeheartedly agree with all of your comments. Um, I think it gets too much flack, and I think it's definitely a part of the saga. Um and I would give it just a little bit higher. I would give it a 7.5. So I'm going to be with you guys in that same ballpark. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with this movie. It keeps you entertained, but it's just not, you can't compare it to the first three. And so that yeah. I give it a 7.2. Nice. Well done. Well done. This is uh, going to be wrapping up our reviews of the Indiana Jones. There's a lot of spoilers in there. I hope you guys have seen Indiana Jones. Maybe you're, you're like me and you haven't seen some of the movies. Like, I hadn't seen King of the Crystal Skull. I don't even think I'd seen Last Crusade or Temple of Doom. Only, like, Raid of the Lost Ark. 
uh, they're enjoyable movies. They're family-friendly. Temple of Doom is not family-friendly, I'll be honest. It's like the rest of them are PG. Temple of Doom's PG-13. It's straight-up horror movie. Push an R. Uh, it's not like nudity or cussing or it's just scary. It It's it's a dark It's disturbing. Movie. It's a dark movie. It's the Temple of Doom, you know? Uh, I love that movie, though, and it's really enjoyable. And it's enjoyable even, like, if you're going to watch any Indiana Jones movie, because you can really pick and choose. You don't have to watch all of them. I would say watch Temple of Doom. It's, I really like that movie. If you're watching with your family, though, watch, like, Last Crusader, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And if you really like the franchise, that's when you watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. You have you can't watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull if you're not a fan of the franchise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Yeah, if you don't like it. And, and if you've never seen them, don't start with that one. Yeah, you're not gonna like it. Because then you're yeah. just gonna go backwards and it's just not gonna work. Yeah, I think it's aged worse than uh, a couple of the movies in the series. It's um, why like when people start Star Wars, I'm like, don't start with the prequels. You have to start with the originals, A, because that's the way it was meant to be told. But B, if you start with, like, intense CGI, it's hard for your brain to then bounce to, like, old. You know what I mean? And that's the same with Indiana Jones. Like, do not start with the kingdom, because then if you go and watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's going to look like shit. I like the prequels a lot more than Kingdom of the Crimson Skull, though. Oh, me too, but that's also because we watched them the right way. But say we never watched them, who knows how we would have felt, you know? True. Very true. I think that's a good point. Just because I feel like a lot of people our age these days don't watch very dated things. All right, well, I think that's going to start wrapping up our uh, Indiana Jones episode. Do you guys have any uh, closing thoughts? What is the... what is What do they call him, his friend? What? Forgot his friend has like a nickname for him, and I've been trying to think it for like the last ten minutes. Indy. Is it? No, I don't. No. know. I'm no. just fucking with you. I forgot. It's... That's a very vague question. Jonesy. Jonesy. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and he's the one that goes evil in the last one. Yeah, Jonesy. And he's also in The Departed, right? Same guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, another another connection, <laughs> another six degrees. Uh, well, guys, in a couple of days from now, probably just a few days, you'll. I'm glad you guys stuck through the uh, Indiana Jones episode. We're trying consciously to make these episodes shorter, more digestible, uh, so you guys don't have to sit through two hours of content. Because trust me, as an editor, I know, like I don't even want to sit through two hours of content sometimes. So we're making these shorter. I hope you guys are enjoying the kind of new formats we're experimenting with. Definitely let us know uh, on some social media, on our Instagram. Oh, Chase, plug that. Say that one more time. Uh, I completely forgot. You want to plug our our Instagram? Oh, hell yeah, I do. Everybody, if you are following us on Twitter at the underscore popcorn underscore podcast you are now able to follow us on instagram and see our sexy mugs all over the place at the popcorn podcast underscore uh give it a follow uh, we will be posting reviews on there as well as updates on the podcast and any movie news and television news that you need to hear yeah we'll be giving updates when we upload these episodes too so you don't have to be 
uh, having notification bells on these subscription services to listen to these podcasts and know when they're coming out. Uh, get all those notifications shared on our Instagram. Uh, yeah, follow us on social media. Engage with our posts. We'll have uh, discussions going on in our comment sections. We want to know what you guys think of these franchises and let us know what you think of this new format as well. Well, we'll talk to you guys all in just a few days for our review of the franchise I'm most excited for in this quarantine binge, The Matrix Trilogy.